From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it Wednesday edition of the Black and Blue Report? We got everybody on the show today, it seems like. A lot going on this Wednesday. Glad you're with us. We just got in off of the uh, Saints practice field. By all accounts, coolest day yet outside for practice. It was nice. No rain, a lot of cloud cover, though, and it was pleasant. And the players uh, coming off the field were very pleased with the weather situation today. Small crowd at Saints camp. Everybody's got school and work going on. But today was the last open day for practice for Saints Camp 2013. Hi again, everybody. I'm Sean Kelly. D-Dub and the Black and Blue Orchestra here today as well. Producer Dan. Uh, we might even have some bench warmers stop by later. Uh, happy anniversary to my wife, by the way. 15th wedding anniversary is today. So happy anniversary, uh, sweetheart. And with that, we're going to keep it really short in this <laughs> first segment. No, not because of the anniversary, but because we've got so much going on. Um, as you all know, Jerry Romick is going to retire this weekend from his 44-year post as public address announcer at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome and the New Orleans Saints games, and his son is replacing him. So we're going to visit with both. Uh, we recorded that yesterday prior to the announcement, and so today you'll get to hear that visit. It is a good trip down memory lane and maybe of what's to come as we'll visit with Jerry and Mark Romick today. Also, David Wesley is scheduled to stop by a bit later in the show Curious to talk to see what he's got going on here in August, the down month for the NBA. And then Jen Hale, who's been covering Saints camp and is also involved in this weekend's big launch of Fox Sports 1. We will talk to her as well today. So a very full show. We'll wrap it all up a bit later when John gets back into the studio with us, and he'll give us a practice report on what happened at Saints camp today. I know there was some news about Jonathan Vilma, so we'll have to ask John about that. So with that, let's get right to our first break, and when we come back, we'll jump right into today's Black and Blue Report with the visit we had yesterday with the Romans. Back after this. What makes Auctioner Primary Care such a great choice? Is it because we have 38 health centers throughout the region, some with evening and weekend hours available? Or because we accept close to 50 different insurance plans? Could it be because we offer My Auctioner, which gives you and your family secure online access to your health records, test results, prescription renewals, even emails with your doctor? or that you'll be connected to seven hospitals with 2,500 affiliated physicians who can handle everything from the common to the complex, so you'll never have to wonder if you made the right choice. Actually, what you may like the most is... Yes, we have a location near you. Expertise and convenience. Great reasons to choose an Auctioner primary care physician. To find one near you... Visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. 
Hey, New Orleans Saints fans, show your true colors and get in the action with the all-new Black and Gold Saints scratch-off from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three seeds. You have to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning Black and Gold Saints tickets in our second chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your Black and Gold Saints scratch-off from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 to purchase. This is Eric, general manager of the Raising Canes and Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. And that's when Raising Canes is fans' best friend. Fresh, never frozen chicken fingers, made fresh daily cane sauce, and a friendly Canes crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Raising Canes, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, one love. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Well, on yesterday's show, I promised you that we were going to have two very special guests on the Wednesday edition, and as promised, and I know news is traveling fast across the uh, Saints nation, but the uh, the Romans are here today, of course, Mr. Jerry, his son, Mark, as the news came out yesterday, joyous news that uh, we're going to celebrate the career of Jerry Romig and his time as not only the voice of the Saints, but the voice of the Superdome itself, because over the last 44-plus years now, it's not just Saints games, it's BCS title games, it's Super Bowl, it is all kinds of different events. And, and Mr. Jerry, first of all, it's an honor to get to meet you. And, 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 yeah, that's right, that's right. And, and get to speak to you today as, 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 we, uh, as we start to celebrate what will be a, a very, I'm sure, a great and emotional night on Friday night. Yeah, it, it, no doubt about it. Uh, probably tears. Is that right, honey? <laughs> yeah. I think she already said you'd be you'd, you'd shed one or two probably on Friday, but yeah. but Jerry, I think that's part of what your charm has been in that building because I know there have been moments where you have become somewhat emotional, and I think that's yeah. a part of the um, the story here. Yeah, it's it it, it it has been such a great honor, really. I mean, I I have been singularly honored by the leadership of, of this community by the leadership of the Superdome from the start to have been the voice of the stadium uh, inside inside the stadium uh, to, uh, to to be the be the play-by-play to be the voice uh, of football and um, and I've enjoyed every moment of it uh, and there have been some great moments uh, from, from the very beginning and uh, that's that that is a re- remarkable place and it, and it's, it's and it's really it's in a sense it's just beginning so to speak you know it gets better every day it's bigger every day and uh, I'm gonna miss it no doubt about it Saints fans are gonna miss you too yeah. this run started outside though and an old two-lane stadium oh, yeah. yep yeah um, so I'm curious as, as you were starting to build those memories outside yeah. When you came inside that building, the Superdome, for the first time, what 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 was it like to hear your voice echo through this new landmark in the city? Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, it, it it was so well built, that the, and and the sound system was extremely uh, well constructed, well designed. The uh, uh, Dave Dixon uh, and his people. Uh, did such a wonderful job in 
from start to finish in designing sound, uh, seating, everything about the place was first class. They, they didn't spare a, they didn't spare a buck. They didn't spare a, a, a selection of the finest people, and uh, and put put that in putting that stadium together. The signature calls we all know them. Yeah. The first down Saints <laughs> and the others. How did they come to be? Mm -hmm. Did you stumble upon them? Did you plan them out? Well, no. where did it all start? It, it just <laughs> it was it it's, it started. Uh, it started uh, one day, one game at a time, uh, and I, you know, I enjoyed creating it. First down, <laughs> and uh, first that, and uh, and, uh, and a few other things that I said, some things I shouldn't have said. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, there, were, there have been so many moments, you know. I hope that uh, I, hope I should have. I guess I should have. Some occasions I should have made some some records, uh, recordings of what what I've been doing over there over the years, and didn't. But um, it's been fun. I can tell you that it has been fun. I think the recordings are found in the memories of Saints fans. One thing I think that we've now enjoyed in this city is what I like to call generational fans. I grew up in a city where. Cardinal baseball is a generational experience. Here now in New Orleans, we've now reached that point where fathers have taken their sons to the same games that their fathers took them to, and you've been really the bridge through it all. Players and coaches, I, I don't mean to disparage them, they come and go. There's been a roaming in the broadcast booth up there all this time. Four generations. When you think about your impact upon the fan base. Is that almost more important than anything else? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I'm a fan. And I, I, I like to keep that in mind all the time. Am I, am I doing things that, that I, as a fan, would appreciate? And, and uh, am I saying the things that a fan would appreciate? And and, and 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 am I saying things that that are not stupid, so to speak? You know, <laughs> and and, 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 it, and it can be so easy to get carried away. That's it, that's so. Um, Got to be so careful. Uh, and um, but uh, I've 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 been blessed. I've had a lot of help. I've had some good spotters, and um, and um, I've had. Um, Somebody's been watching over me for a long time because um, they've kept me in the job. They've kept me, in, they've kept me in front of that microphone for a long time. Before I put Mark on the hot seat here in just a moment, Mr. and Mrs. Benson and the Saints not only are renaming the control booth at the, uh, at the Superdome after you, but also presenting you with a Super Bowl ring. Oh. Um, part of this whole experience was that championship season, and, and uh, to have that hardware is that – is that something you're looking forward to? Oh, you know it. Uh, uh, I, I know that. Uh, I know what it took to get the Super Bowl ring. You had to be a member of the team, a player, a, an actual somebody who lettered, so to speak. Uh, so it, that that's quite an honor, and I am. I will be deeply grateful to the Bensons, and I will wear that ring 
carefully uh, and treasure it for my lifetime. All right, Mark, it's your turn to carry on the family business. Nervous, emotional, where does it stand right now? Oh, I'm, I'm just all ears and uh, learning at the, the feet of my dad. It's just, uh, it's, it's, um, uh, it's pretty daunting at this point. I'm just uh, thinking it uh, through all of the, the years that dad has put into this. Uh, he, ta he taught us uh, early on um, uh, that you have uh, two ears and one mouth for a reason. Uh, listen a lot, s speak as little as you need to speak, keep it, keep it short and sweet. And I think to Dad's um, lesson, less is more. He's he stuck to the facts. He sticks to the facts when he announces the games, and and that's where you need to be. Um, but uh, it's just a, a privilege to be uh, in the uh, in the seat to uh, to help Dad uh, carry on the, the Roman legacy. With his blessing, of course. Are there any uh, signature calls or phrases that you'll be stealing from from this guy here? I. <laughs> It, it, it'll be uh, very difficult to replicate. Um, we'll just let that come, come as, it, uh, as it develops. But I, I think uh, there are probably a lot of Saints fans that are so used to a certain way, certain names are, are called, that uh, I don't want to light up the blogosphere with, <laughs> with, it, with it by doing things wrong. So I'll just, I'll just keep learning from Dad on that and, uh, and do the best I can. Those that I know that know both of you saying the, the resemblance between your two voices is mm. striking. I'm sure you've heard that before. Uh, it, it, I'm, I've been blessed with uh, with Dad's uh, uh, Dad's um, uh, patience and his ability to teach, and so uh, I'm I'll just do my best with that. All right, so he got we got 44 some years out of Jerry Romick. How many how many years can we squeeze out of you? <laughs> let's just take it let's take it a year at a time. I. Uh, I hope just to do whatever I can do to help the Saints organization, and uh, and Dad's the, the role model for all of us. So we'll we'll do our best to to keep that legacy going. Congratulations! This just seems right. Uh, I again, I'm 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 blessed to to be able to be sitting here with Dad and to and to pick it up. Um, so um, I appreciate the um, the opportunity, and and thanks for giving us the chance to speak to the fans. Absolutely, um, they'll get a chance to hear. Both of your voices, I'm assuming here, as we roll into this new, very exciting season. Again, fans, don't forget, Friday night, the 16th, the preseason game against the Raiders will be the final uh, curtain call for Jerry Romick. He'll also be honored in a pregame ceremony prior to the week one regular season game against that team up the road in Atlanta. We'll just leave them nameless at this point. But then uh, the son, Mark Roman, takes over. So, gentlemen, appreciate the visit. We'll be looking forward to uh, a very um, uh, emotional but... I think a celebratory night as we get ready for Friday night. Our opening season. Huh? The Atlanta game. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. September the 8th. We'll be there in the stadium. They did not impress me in their opening game the other night. See, that's what we'll, we'll just end on that. How about we do that? He's uh, perfect. This is the Black and Blue Report. We'll be right back after this. Somewhere in a town like the one you're in, there is a person like you headed to a store to buy Bud Light. However, these Bud Lights give you a chance to win prizes that are best described as music firsts, like Monster DNA headphones, access to tracks and merchandise from today's hottest artists, and even tickets to one of Bud Light Music First's history-making 5051 concerts on August 1st. But before people like you can win, they need to head to a place where Bud Light is sold. It's finally here, Bud Light Music First. 
Enter the code inside specially marked packages of Bud Light for your chance to win one of over 500,000 music prizes all summer long. Visit BudLight.com slash Music First for rules and more information. Bud Light Music First. It's the sound of history being made. Here we go. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 21 and over. Ends 8-15-13. To play without purchase, mail your name, email address, and age to Music First Game. P.O. Box 753726, El Paso, Texas 88575. Void where prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. St. Louis, Missouri. The second annual Saints Back to Football Run presented by Chevron will be held on Saturday, August 31st. The 5K race benefiting Team Gleason, the One Fund Boston, and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation will include an NFL Play 61-mile fun run for kids. Participants of all abilities will have the opportunity to race through the streets of downtown New Orleans towards the finish line at the 50-yard line of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Gumbo and Sir Saint, along with the Saint Stations, will be on hand to cheer on participants. And a post-race party with live entertainment and a beer garden will take place in Champion Square. All participants will receive a Saints Back to Football Run shirt, a commemorative finisher's medal, and an NFL-approved bag. Registration is now open at nflrunseries.com slash saints. Well, the best part about this show and the best part about doing this show on this campus where you've got NBA and NFL is you can get all kinds of different folks to stop by. And I know David Wesley is a regular, but here he is on this Wednesday stopping by in the middle of what is a slow month for the NBA. So good to see you, sir. It's good to see you. I, you know, I, I need to get down here in the dungeon with you and Daniel and, and, and hang out some more. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a, you know, it's not there, that bad. There's no lights. There's no decorations on the wall. I mean... What do you guys do down here? Well, I don't like people. Right, and there are no people coming in here. Right, no. It's I'm a kidding. dungeon. I do like people. <laughs> um, so we saw David when the NBA schedule came out the other day, first of the month, and so that was exciting. And training camp got going with football and all that, and I, and I kind of almost forgot about basketball. And <laughs> But I saw you today, I was like, oh, man, David's here. Maybe that means we're getting close because I'm excited about everything else, but we're really not that close. Training camp is going to be October 1st. The first uh, preseason game, as we talked about on the show the other day, is October 5th. We're a ways away. What's David, what is an NBA fan to do in the month of August? Well, I think, first of all, you, now that the schedule's out, you start looking at the schedule, seeing what games you want to go see, what games intrigue you. And then, you know, you know the rosters. You can start looking at who move a lot of movement in the NBA this year. So who's where, who's what, so that you, at least you know who you're watching when you go see those games. And then just grim and bear it because, like you said, it's a pretty good ways away and – I'm ready for basketball, but you know, guys, and you know, they're not they're not there yet. I know it's going to be a long <laughs> haul here. Um, from a player standpoint, I know probably things have changed a little bit since when you played, and I, I'm not insinuating that it's been a long time. <laughs> yes, you are, but I am. <laughs> August is what for the players? Well, August is if you haven't already, which most of the guys in the NBA today are year round. They're doing drills or working with. Sp- Special guys, Mike, some guys that are post-up guy. I read yesterday uh, Dwight Howard working with Akeem Olajuwon. So that kind of thing where you're just doing drills and stuff and, and, and getting ready to get ready for this NBA season. So I think September you start ramping it up pretty good and you just kind of make it to where you're ready in shape when camp starts. Fair enough. All right, so you've been to a couple of the football practices with the Saints. I noticed today – 
you were out there for a bit and you're chatting it up with Chris Carr, who uh, is a veteran. Um, I won't, I won't, I won't share what you he said tell to him. you. <laughs> you can tell him. All right. So Chris Carr told David Wesley, man, I remember watching you when I was a kid, which I love that because that was funny, but right. David didn't think that was very funny. That, that's not really that funny, especially he's a nine-year vet, yes. so he's he's not young either anymore. This is true. I think he was exaggerating a little bit. Yeah, when a he was bit. a young man. <laughs> yeah, he was, but fresh out of college, you know that kind of a thing. Well, you know, I've been I've been done since '07, so we'll back it up. He's a nine-year vet in the NFL. Right. So he was. You were both pro athletes at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. So. What is he talking about? Exactly. I need to go back and have a conversation with him. How many NFL guys would like a shot in the NBA, and how many NBA guys would like to have a shot in the NFL? Well, me personally, I always wanted to be an NFL guy. I, I if, if there was one dream I had as a child, eighth grade being my last year playing football because I was so small growing up in Texas football, getting killed out there, uh, I thought NFL. I never thought NBA, and then when my dreams were dashed, on the football field in the eighth grade, I played basketball from then on, and it worked out. But I think everybody wants to cross over. Everybody wants to be Bo Jackson, and there's not a lot of those out there. No. There <laughs> no, no. <laughs> or any more out there. Right. Everybody talks about Deion Sanders. But no, I, I saw him all play. Right. And Deion Sanders, as thrilling as that was, he was no Bo Jackson. If you haven't seen the the Bo knows the 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 hour long thing that, that ESPN, ESPN did, yeah. does, you got to see it. Yes, especially if you didn't go through it. So, um, I got to see him play in person, which was fantastic. But and and really, when you watch the thirty for thirty thing, yeah, you get it. But unless you saw it, unfold and that's what in they say on your there. eyes, you, you got to see it. Yeah. And so. what about what about Michael Jordan? I mean, <laughs> the guys that I've talked to that. Well, a friend of mine was the pitching coach on that Barons team mm -hmm. that Michael played for. He said that if Michael would have stuck with it, and when you straight stick with baseball, it, yeah, straight baseball, a couple years in, he could have made it. I that's, believe that. that he was that, a pretty that's good. That's how determined he was when right. he was there. It wasn't a fool around. Let me just have some fun thing. Yeah. But then it didn't. It didn't. He didn't stick with it. So, but anyway, that's that's an, another interesting topic. I'm glad you stopped by. Yeah. Um, just to get my basketball fixed, I'm hoping you'll come by like, you know, every week or so. Fair? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll be back every week. You know, maybe we can get the, the gym when it's open, go over here and play some horse it's again. close. Yeah, it's real close. Well, so I, 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 we should play some more horse. We did that once, remember? Yeah, and I got my brains beat in. But that's a whole other issue. <laughs> hey, if you're going to friends, if you're going to lose a shooting game, lose to a former NBA sharpshooter. You feel better about yourself at the end of the day. We have fun. Now, Good if you times. go out and lose to your junior high son, then you're going to have that's not problems. That's not pretty. That hasn't happened. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad Wesley, to hear that. David Wesley, everybody. Hey, Jen Hill stopping by. We've got so much more to go right here on the Black and Blue Report. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get text messages with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans mobile alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. What do you say to someone whose heart is on the line? 
that at Auctioner, an entire team of experts will collaborate to develop the best treatment for you? That we have procedures so revolutionary they aren't available anywhere else in the region, including breakthrough ways to more effectively manage heart failure and repair heart valves? That U.S. News & World Report ranks Auctioner Medical Center's heart program among the nation's very best? Or that with over 170 heart experts and seven hospitals to choose from, the exceptional cardiac care you need is always close to home? Actually, the most important thing to say is... Your results are back. Everything looks great. Better outcomes. Just one more reason to choose Auctioner. To find a heart specialist near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Hey, New Orleans Saints fans, show your true colors and get in the action with the all-new black and gold Saints scratch-off from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Play all three seeds. You have to play to win. That's right. Enter your non-winning black and gold Saints tickets in our second chance drawings for a chance to win autographed Saints merchandise or one of four Saints game day prize packages. Next entry deadline is September 3rd. Pick up your black and gold Saints scratch-off from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Well, our final guest here on the Black and Blue Report today has about as many jobs as you might imagine. Let's see, she is on staff at Fox 8 in New Orleans. She's a part of the newly formed Fox Sports 1 network. She's a sideline reporter and part of the network crews for Fox NFL football. Oh, and she's also uh, on the New Orleans Pelicans television broadcast. That's Jennifer Hale, if you haven't figured it out by now. I, I'm wondering uh, how many hours in the day do you actually have to yourself anymore? Jack of all trades, master of none, I guess. You know, the great thing is I love sports, so I don't need a whole lot to myself because this is probably what I'd be doing anyway. I love it. It's a lot of fun, and I get to hang out with guys like you. What, what better job? Well, I, I would say that's pretty cool, <laughs> but then I might be a little biased. You know, I, I think I think here in 2013 we've finally gotten past the, the women in sports casting being abnormal. I know that sounds like a negative word, but, um, but, but I'm curious, though, as you were coming up, there had to be somebody in the business that you looked up to that was leading you down the path that you've arrived at. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think a lot of people are surprised and a lot of females are surprised at how welcoming other females are. I think the outside perception is that it's a lot cattier than it really is. Because once you get in it, you realize how difficult it is and just the outside pressure, the things that are said about you and that you have to overcome. Um, Susie Colbert uh, with ESPN, Laura Oakman from over at Fox Sports, and uh, Pam Oliver at Fox Sports were just phenomenal to me and, and telling me what to expect, <laughs> giving me some advice on what to avoid and what to do, what not to do, and just kind of being there when, when, when things popped up. Because I do think it's, I don't think it's abnormal anymore, but I do think females still often not always, but often fight a stereotype of, well, how did you get your job? Who are you dating? Or who? Not because of your merits or your work ethic or your talents, but because of some other reason. And, and I always encourage girls, young women, to be ready for that and, and not to be blindsided by it. Do you think it helped your news background? Did you, do you think that that helped you to where you are now on the sports side by coming from that background? Hugely, hugely. You know, I, I didn't really start doing sports full-time until I was 33. I did sideline for LSU just because I loved it on the side but I did politics and and legal reporting and for 10 years and I think 
covering governors, interviewing presidents and vice presidents, certainly that kind of took away the, the, the starstruckness that, that I think some new sports journalists experience the first time they interview a Drew Brees or a Sean Payton or a Tom Brady. But I also think it helped develop that thick skin of, you know, you're used to people saying negative things. And, and if your work backs up what you're saying, and if you do a good job, and if you live your life in a moral good way, then you have to blow that off. Easier said than done sometimes, though. Probably. Uh, I'm anxious to see what Fox Sports 1 does with their launch this weekend. Um, share with us, if you can, because I know that you've been involved in some meetings and you're getting ready for your assignments with them. Uh, how they're going to go about doing this and take on that that big thing up in Bristol, Connecticut. Yeah, we're all so excited, John. We had our um, big seminar meetings out in L.A. two weeks ago, and gosh, Fox Sports 1 was all the buzz. Uh, it's a whole fresh approach. Fox Sports 1 wants to be different than ESPN. The emphasis is on being fun and foxy. Uh, there's <laughs> there's actually a jar, and any anybody who says Tim Tebow has to put $20 in it. <laughs> we we want to do new stories. We want to do fresh stories um, on a 24-hour basis. We don't want to recycle the same things. We want to have edgy opinions and bring different thoughts to the discussion process, not have the same old thing. We've got people like Regis doing jobs. Uh, the Crowd Goes Wild, which is based out of New York. We have a three-hour Sports center esque type show. Um, it's going to air from a, t 10 to 1 our time here in New Orleans uh, with the Sports Center guys from Canada, which I, I, I'm so curious to see how, how they are on the air. Uh, in, in person, they were absolutely hysterical. They've also brought in a lot of great talent. Scott Fujita from the Saints is joining Jay Glazer's show. Heath Evans is going to be one of our um, analysts for calling games. I, I just think it's going to be a lot of fun and something different. So I'm as excited as you are to see it Saturday. All right, you've been covering Saints training camp since the start here. And, um, and while we're running out of time here, I do want to ask you, as we get into preseason game number two this Friday, at least in your eyes, what is what is storyline number one here in this particular week? You know, I, I think we want to see a little bit of better offensive flow. Um, I do think Charles Brown has probably solidified that position of, of guarding Drew Brees' blind side, but, but I think the competition for wide receiver is, is wide open with Joe Morgan being out now. So I think you're going to see a lot of guys trying to step up and prove themselves there, uh, the guys behind Marcus Colston and Lance Moore. You know, Luke McCown did a pretty darn good job last weekend, and, and I think he put some distance between himself and Seneca Wallace and Ryan Griffith. Of course, we haven't seen Seneca yet, so I'm looking for that second team to come in because obviously, we hope Drew plays all season, but you got to be prepared if he doesn't. I want to see from Seneca, you, you know, his shtick is kind of, he's the athletic mobile quarterback, certainly not an RG3, but something more along those lines. It gives the Saints more of an option than just that pocket passer. So I'm curious to see if he actually displays those skills in a game. Good to see you. I'm glad you stopped by. Love being with you. Anytime. Jen Hale, everybody. I, you, everybody knows Jen Hale. We'll have her on as much as we can, sure enough. And we'll be back with a practice wrap-up here on this Wednesday and the Black and Blue Report continues after these messages. This is Eric, General Manager of the Raising Canes and Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. Yeah! And that's when Raising Canes is fans' best friend. Fresh, never frozen chicken fingers, made fresh daily cane sauce, and a friendly Canes crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Raising Cane's, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, one love. <laughs> 
The offseason for your New Orleans Pelicans has been exciting with all-star Drew Holiday and former Rookie of the Year Tyreek Evans being added to a lineup headlined by Anthony Davis and Ryan Anderson. Now, with the release of half-season and 12-game plans at varying price levels, there truly is a ticket plan for every fan. Packages start as low as $13 per game and feature the best seat locations to see all-star opponents, including the world champion Miami Heat. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP to get your seats today. Hey there, what you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. Nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. Thanks to the internet, anyone can get a show these days. Final segment of the Black and Blue Report. John DeShazer just missed the uh, raindrops, but he is now in studio following Saints practice today. Uh, it was, much, as I mentioned at the top of the show, much cooler outside today. And the Saints avoided the raindrops today, which I know was also nice for a small crowd of fans who were able to come to the last open practice. Well, special order put in by me. You know, we got some cloud cover and a little bit of a little bit of wind, and then um, the, the rain started coming toward the end. So just, I timed it out just perfect. You give know, me you, give me the news of the day. Well, news of the day is uh, the physical the physical nature. They did some goal line, which was always good. Coach Payton said that um, it was a little bit sluggish in terms of practice. He livened it up by going goal, goal line live, and we saw some good contact down there. So the offense get a fair amount of wins, including Drew Brees with a nice uh, option pass to, to to Jimmy Graham and also a good run by Pierre Thomas to get in. Uh, we saw some wins by the defense, including a stop on Traveris Cadet by Eric Morton, Martin at the goal line. So, you know, he just wanted to kind of liven it up, and I think he did so by doing that. Yeah, Pierre Thomas was all excited talking after practice today. Said he felt great, was excited to get out there, and did full contact today. So those of you wondering, after we said that Thomas was limited yesterday, he was back full go today, and he also said that he will play in Friday's preseason game against the Raiders. Uh, any injury news? Notables? Well, well, the notable is John Vilma was not at practice. We knew Courtney Roby wouldn't be after he injured his toe yesterday, but today John Vilma wasn't there. No update on his status yet. Coach Payton said he'd, he'd update us when there was something to update, but uh, he was not a, a, in attendance whatsoever at practice. So, you know, there's a concern there because, you know, anytime you don't see a guy, then you wonder what's going on. But, you know, he was the only really big name, big name who was not at practice, who did not attend, and we don't know the status. All right, Saints back on the practice field, but inside tomorrow afternoon. It is closed to the public. As a matter of fact, today was the last session for Saints Training Camp 2013 as far as public availability. And so that chapter closes, and we step toward the game against the Raiders on Friday night. J.D. and I will have a full report uh, about practice today, including highlights and reaction from coach and players during the New Orleans Saints afternoon wrap. That will be online at NewOrleansSaints.com a bit later this afternoon. We hope you'll look for that. That's going to do it for our show today. We had a good time today. David Wesley, Jen Hale, thanks to them. 
uh, Mark and Jer Jerry Romig. Uh, also a special visit with them today. And, of course, thank you for tuning in. As maybe you found us either online at NewOrleansSaints.com or Pelicans.com, or perhaps you're one of our newest listeners on iTunes. That is free on iTunes. When you get to iTunes and you search Black and Blue Report, it'll take you there. You can subscribe so that each day it will download for you, and you'll have it there on your mobile device at the ready for whether it be a plane ride, some time on the treadmill, or that drive home. So we'll see you next time, which will be tomorrow at 1 Central. Pat Forty, uh, college football expert, will be with us tomorrow. Jim Henderson is scheduled to be with us tomorrow as well. And we'll also learn a little bit more about Saints long snapper Justin Drescher. Very interesting conversation with a guy who spends half his life, there you go, over a football, <laughs> shall we say. That's tomorrow's show. So for John DeShazer and for David and Jen and Lou and Dan and the whole crew, I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 1 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.